pay close heed to my every word. Well, it's big and terrible. More frightening than I ever thought possible. Podcast episode 412 League versus Godzilla. I'm Matt Durson. Uh, well, Tassi, John Des. So am I, John. Clay Inferno here. Arigato. What does that mean? Again? Do Itashi must take. Uh, okay. You said Arigato. That's uh, thank you. And oh, I said, <laughs> You're welcome. Oh, well, Arigato for being here, everybody. We kind of are, uh, we're, we're, Moving in a bit of a new direction here, and we're going to tackle the Godzilla just, franchise. Yeah. And not not oh. the way we tackled Star Trek, though. No, we'll tackle somebody dressed up like Godzilla outside no. and film it. Although, if we could do that, maybe we should do that. Uh, I would absolutely do that. Yeah, <laughs> if we could get the suit, I would totally. I think that would be great. Great promotion for the show. We all have. I don't know. We all. I don't want to say we all, but I know John well, and we all myself. Have stories. We all have stories, yes. John and myself have been fans for a long, long time. Yeah. The Big G. Yeah, I'm a Morgan creature double feature not... guy, man. I, yeah, I, I, well, I'm we there with all, you. Yeah. We were all creature double feature guys. That's probably where I first saw it, obviously. Most likely. Right? That's where I saw everything, which creature double feature was a Saturday afternoon on WLVI 56 um, double feature of creature movies. Living. It was, yeah. There, it was good stuff. They had like just all these monster movies, and they had a lot of Toho movies, and they had King Kong. Did they show King Kong ever? ever I'm sure they must have. Oh yeah. They, I don't know how they got the rights to everything. Yeah. They literally show. Well, like, you know, so it's like in the '70s. All these um, local UHF channels, like, like uh, they were owned by a uh, 56, owned by Kaiser Broadcasting, right. which also owned like station out in like chicago and stuff and they you know they could buy these things cheap you know all these the rights to these movies so and, modern like, day universal equivalent horror of, movies were like here here you go yeah take Mo- them modern day would be like oh this is on amazon or this is on you're right netflix yeah, like no. they happen to get the rights and, and some, sometimes there's a lot of garbage like on netflix because they oh, get the get is. the rights to that like <laughs> really cheap you know what i mean so they're just right. like oh i guess we have this maybe people will stream it yeah, and Creature Double Feature wasn't it wasn't a, a singular sort of experience. There were like these things all over the country on UHF channels. Usually they had like a horror host, you know, like some some goofy guy Sven dressed Gooley. in. Yeah, Sven Gooley. I I still watch Sven Gooley on uh, <laughs> MeTV on you Saturday would. nights. I yeah, you're right. I would, and I do. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Well, I think I remember we would watch like a Godzilla movie or whatever, and then go out in the yard and like play it. I had the Shogun Warriors Godzilla uh, figure, that large, I don't know, two yeah. foot tall thing, and it was amazing. And it, it had and a little Godzilla, fire. It, you know, there was like a lever on the back of his head, and you would stick a tongue out that had little flames on it. 
by the fact that Godzilla shoots radioactive um, bread. Radio, radio, radioactive. You know, that's that's where we're coming from. And I know that in, in the 90s, uh, like one of the Turner Broadcasting channels had mm. the rights to a lot of these things. And they would play these movies at two o'clock, one o'clock in the morning or something like that. And that's got that got a lot of people that are in their 20s and 30s now hooked on these kind of bad movies. So bad kind movies of like a, uh, that they're not bad. They're great. That was a they TV are. dead zone for me. The nine, like late 90s when I went to college, which I took five years to graduate, but like 93 to 98, I didn't watch a lot of like TV. I didn't have like a TV in my room with like watching UHF or whatever. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Well, well by then, uh, you know, I think Cable. those local channels were, were bought up by other things and things. And instead of playing movies, it was easier and more lucrative for them to uh, air infomercials. Yeah. So you probably yeah. saw saw stuff for like the Floby and things like that instead of <laughs> and then Star Trek see, and you know, like Babylon Five. Yeah. But yeah, Creature Double Feature was long gone by by then. They, they brought it back briefly, like nine, eight or nine years ago. No way. Um, yeah, it, it was like a they do it like once a month kind of thing, but but uh, it, it it died again. But there is a um. <laughs> There's there is a group out there that put I and I, I found them on Facebook a creature devil feature thing and they put out a 2020 calendar which I purchased from them uh, nice. and it's fantastic it's amazing and it like the nice. front of it is uh, Godzilla shooting fire during the smog monster and it has the old creature devil feature logo and stuff on there and I had uh, did the uh, you know tag them in the in my post when I posted about nice. it on uh, Instagram and stuff so. Uh, it's real cool, and they would do these like little conventions at like you know the Sheridan in <laughs> I don't even know where it's some, some town, town or something. And in they would North get, Dakota, right? Yeah, in North Dakota. And 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 they would like give you here's the list of movies we're going to play today, and they'd like they'd rent out a you know a function hall, a, a Holiday Inn, mm-hmm. and uh, and they would be like, okay, tonight it's going to be Monster Zero and Frankenstein oh, conquers. I love those the- little kind of convention things like that. Yeah, yeah, and I always would find out about them like three weeks after they happened. So <laughs> like this year, I've got the calendar and I'm ready for 2020. Oh, your friend's wearing a shirt. Like, why and here we are. <laughs> You know what they should do is move it to uh, streaming. They should do a Zoom yeah. watch along with well, creatures of a feature. Uh, you know, there's a, a a streaming website called Daikaiju TV, which mm-hmm. will uh, which which they'll run kaiju movies on uh, certain days. So you can oh, go on there and uh, they'll be you'll be live streaming. And they also have Facebook watch parties, but a lot of times they'll get shut down because of copyright and stuff but uh, (laughs) one day i was watching the galaxy rangers on there you know and uh even though that's not daikaiju they'll do like a saturday morning lineup kind of thing and they'll put cartoons on and i but i mean nice like they did akira takarada on his birthday and they did kumi mizuno on her birthday and stuff so it's cool shit who's the kira takarada your dad akira takarada my dad uh all right well let's move on then but the one that started it all 1954, yes, 1954, Kojira, as it is known, but okay, so uh, yeah, that was the one that started it all, it was the, it's the OG, the end, the OG, uh, (laughs) the OG Big G, the OG Big G, oh, and so it was 
But like they saw how King Kong was in the States. And they yeah, said, King Kong was, was re-released in the 50s. And uh, and it and it sold more tickets the second time around when they re-released it in the fifties than it did originally, and that kicked off uh, an interest in monster movies. But these movies were expensive to make with stop motion because then they did that Beast from Twenty Thousand Fathoms, which was Ray Harryhausen uh, right. working on stop motion. They saw that was a big hit, and uh, Tomoyuki Tanaka, the producer of the OG Big G, um, was <laughs> traveling back from like. I think China, because they were going to do a, there was going to be a, a Chinese Japanese like co-production of a movie, and it oh, fell wow. through. And, and the, the legend has it that on the plane ride back, he's like, "I need to fill this schedule with something else," and came up with the idea of like, "Oh well, Beast of Twenty Thousand Fathoms is real big. Maybe we can do something like that." And then that's there's your backstory. And it did um start like the original creature ideas. Maybe it was like a big octopus, like you'd see at the end of the Watchmen comic book, or uh, they had some other like character ideas before they landed on Big G. We like to call him. Yeah, yeah. They had, they hired some some. I think I can't remember if it was it was a cartoonist or something to come up with some designs. And, and within an hour, he designed something, and it looked weird, and it had like. A mushroom head because it was like looked right. like a mushroom cloud. It was like it was a mushroom cloud, cloud because of yeah. the the radiation thing. And, I mean, it was always going to be based on the uh, yeah the bum as Quint from Jaws called it. Okay, the the context too because you know we as the U.S. we dropped bombs on on Japanese citizens, you know, and so this is kind of like the fallout of um literally the fallout. With, uh, oh, very uh, good. Commenting on that, and something weird happens to this um, this fishing trip. Oh yeah, the in real fishing life. boat, the lucky the dragon, lucky dragon number, number five. five. Yeah. The the lucky dragon mambo number five. At the bikini <laughs> at atoll. 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 What a at- funny name for an atoll. <laughs> yeah, bikini at all. So there was they got ex- the sailors got exposed to radiation from some yeah, they kind of got from the United States, and they had like from a test yeah, of gross testing. burnt skin and we're, stuff. Where technically they were outside of the area that the blast area, but the, the scientists had miscalculated how large the blast would be. So yes, they are caught in it and covered in ash and all sorts of whatnot. But that was around the same time that Godzilla was released. Right? I mean, they must have was, already made. No, no, no. It was before because this was also it also served as the inspiration. Those oh, right. those sailors at the beginning right. when they see the giant flash, that's a direct correlation to they were commenting. It was still within the news because this and movie came out within a year of that. Happening. What I was going to say was I was going to give you an exact date, which was 1954, uh, March the first. Yeah. And Godzilla came out in November of that. Oh, time. all right. I thought they were both kind of around the same time, but okay, very well. Still, well, um, it just kind of made it a certain energy, especially in Japan, when these, you know, these poor folks are like still dealing with like the aftermath of these bombs and what it did to whole villages and, and you know towns and cities, and then and then other nuclear weapon tests and you know radiation was the biggest thing in the you know, the 50s, as we find, like, when uh, George McFly is awoken by Darth Vader, you know, like, all the <laughs> sci-fi stuff was, like, all radiation suits. It was all, like, you know, space aliens. 
Yeah, it's kind of like that scene in Ed Wood when the guy says, oh, Atomic Age stuff, huh? Like, that's like what everyone was doing. <laughs> uh, the, you know, so it's kind of, yeah, that's what everybody was doing. So I want, uh, maybe John knows a little bit about Suitmation, something that I, 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 it's like, you know, not using Pan miniatures suit-mation? for, it's yeah, like it's using a, a real guy in a suit. Instead using of using a guy miniature. in a suit, yeah. yeah. Uh, exactly. Because they... The uh, Tomiyuki Tanaka went to Eiji Tsuburaya, a uh, special effects director, who had been blacklisted after the war because um, you, you weren't – Americans had their kind of, their fingers and everything over there for a while. And uh, they had uh, been like, well, he was making propaganda films for the Japanese. So he got – he was sort of on the outs for a while, uh, and he couldn't get any work. But uh, – Godzilla was sort of his big comeback. So nice. Tomiyuki Tanaka went to him and said, can you do this? You know how King Kong's popular and the Beast is popular. And he said, it'll take seven years to do a stop motion film. Yeah, very so funny. we'll come up with something else. Uh, and, the, and that was when they came up with the, the man in the suit idea. Uh, they once, once they finalized the design after they made several maquettes of, uh, of Godzilla. Uh, in fact, you can see some of the clay sculptures uh, that they made of Excuse Godzilla me? in promotional materials uh, for the film. Yes. Not this oh, oh, Okay. I heard my name. I heard and, the, the yes. poor guy couldn't spend more than three minutes in the suit. Well, what just, happened? Like, <laughs> like, the way they made the suit was fucked up. Like, they... <laughs> They, they were using, like, Zero bamboo experience. and chicken wire and shit, and then they would yeah, cover bamboo. it in late, liquid latex, and then they then they covered it with a a, a charcoal gray, uh, like, a sealant kind of thing. And then Haru Nakajima, who played Godzilla, I think, 12 times, um, hops in the suit, and they're like, okay, let's see it. It's a June day, it's hot out, and, like, he gets in the suit, and they're like, okay, do something. He's like, I can't, because the latex had cured to such a degree that you couldn't really move in it. Oh and my yes. God. And, and when they had corrected that eventually that, yeah, you could spend a couple minutes in it, but it would get to like 130 degrees in there. And they would he, yeah. he'd like ring out a cup of sweat. He lost like 20 pounds just in just like water well, under the hot light. I need to you get know, one of these suits. Yeah, I know. I understand. <laughs> It's like a steam I heard 140, and, and if you even think like, think of what it's like. Think of what 110 degrees feels like. It was like that today. Today was like 100. <laughs> I think it was like 99 or 99. 140 degrees above that. And, and like they were just hundreds of pounds or whatever. I mean, yeah, it, it weighed heavy. 120 yeah. pounds or so, and and the way he'd see out of it is they just poked little holes in the <laughs> neck. And that's how you're supposed to get your you're supposed to be able to see and get your air ventilation. I'm just like, oof. Now, I will tell you something. <laughs> I, I'm really good friends with uh, yep, from the Bordens, you know, from from Abington and Rand Borden is responsible for Kaiju Big Battle. And, All right. and he, uh, you know, mastered, you know, modern. But he had to figure it out himself, too, just like these guys did, like when they were first building the suits. But then yeah. what actually he ended up doing, I mean, this could have been in the 90s when, this is like probably a long time ago, uh, but um, he actually got to go to Japan to where they did Ultraman 
and the Ultraman. Oh, special... that's Subaraya Productions, dude. Like, who was right. that? Was started by A.G. Subaraya. Who he basically did... like went there and, and totally like a um like a cool like like kind of a dream like uh you know Japanese apprentice kind of like karate kid kind of thing. He went over there and they taught him how to make the suits, like how they make all the Ultraman suits, because they must have like a hundred just for one episode. And uh, so they like taught them all the techniques so he can make his own like original characters when he came back home and like how to make them so that they can last through like a real fight and everything. So I I always thought that was cool. Why is he on the show right now? Yeah, what the hell, man? We could get him to talk about Kaiju Big Battle, I'm sure. Yeah. And they start having shows again. So they they name this guy this character this creature gojira which is whale and gorilla sort of the words in japanese uh, combined because sort of because he comes from the water a uh, killer sort of whale from the depths yes but he's Not from he's the depths looks, 30 yeah. stories high <laughs> breathing fire you know i'm going in the hanna barbera cartoon That's, here yeah, yeah and uh it ends up being the costliest film in J- Japanese film history at that point, uh, but it's it works. Yeah, people like it. People do like it. Yeah, probably because my dad and, is in it. <laughs> your dad, Akira Takarada, yes, they like it over here too. So yeah. much that they uh, they made their own little cut and put Raymond Burr in it. What's that? What's yeah, the that's deal the with that? The interesting thing about this movie <laughs> is it really has two movies, and the funny thing about it is that. The movie, the Americanized version, was successful. That it was then brought back over to Japan and, and retranslated from the American version. Um, they essentially wanted to Americanize it so that it would be popular to American audiences. What you lose in the American version is a lot of the sort of somberness, because uh, you know. If you're watching Gojira, there's that scene where the woman is holding her children and they're crying. Yeah. And she's like, don't yeah. worry. We'll be with your dad again soon. Mm-hmm. There's the scene where all the dead bodies and all the and the, the girl, the girl's choir is singing is very, you know, yeah. just put very, it's Raymond yes, Burr. serious. Yeah. And, and you, instead, what you do is you throw Raymond Burr, who never interacts really with like he's supposed to go see Sarazawa. But he never gets together with them. You know, it's just some guy that they filmed in front of, like, with test tubes in front of him. Um, and, 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 it's kind of, and the cuts are real awkward because you can tell that it's sometimes the clothes don't match from who they're you're like, well, she's wearing something close to that. Uh, it's close enough, you know. I so, yeah, he's a reporter. Um, I can't yeah, say yeah. I've seen this version with Raymond Burr. Oh, um, yeah. So, although maybe perhaps they did when I first saw it, but. For this show, I watched the one on HBO Max, which is like original Japanese. Yeah, that, I feel um, if you're going to watch one, that's the one to watch. Yeah. Um, the Raymond Burr one is sort of a, it's an interesting sort of afterthought. In fact, on the Blu-ray, on the Blu-ray, Blu-ray. Uh, the Criterion Collection, it comes as an extra. Oh, oh that's so, <laughs> so there you go. That's how well it was released. In North America in 1956 as Godzilla King of the Monsters. Yes. Exclamation point at the end yeah. of sort That's of like, you... top of the muffin to you. <laughs> You're a Seinfeld fan. That's how but... you differentiate it from the 2019 version of King of the Monsters. But the exclamation point. Yeah. To add Perry to Mason is in the, uh, the zeitgeist now because we have that Perry Mason TV show. Right. It's an on HBO. Bird. 
Well, they did. The funny thing is, I'm just going to jump ahead a few decades here because it, in, when they did Godzilla 1985, they did the same thing. They did yeah. that again. Yeah. What the heck is that? Because he they were, his role as yeah. Steve Martin. <laughs> is that his name? Oh my That's God. his name in the movie, Steve <laughs> Martin. They never refer to him in the 85 version as Steve Martin. They only refer to him as Mr. Martin. Steve or Mr. Martin, apparently, was what yeah. <laughs> they came up with. Yeah. Like, they had Raymond Burr walking around with one of those fake arrows through his head and a banjo. It was real weird. <laughs> a wild and crazy guy. <laughs> he was a wild and crazy he was, he was a lot bigger and older, but uh, he's, yeah, whatever. But, hey, you know, like, he did sure, in, the, in the 85 version... Um, Roger Corman production of that New World Pictures put that out, and they want like, and Dr Pepper is plastered all over that because they had a <laughs> a, a deal with Dr Pepper. They're always standing in front of a Dr Pepper machine at the Pentagon. Mm-hmm. Um, but Raymond Burr insisted the movie be taken seriously because they were gonna chop it up and make it a comedy, and oh, he was like, wow. "I'm not gonna do it if you're gonna do that." And he was very insistent on that. This is gonna be, we're gonna take this seriously. Godzilla meant a lot to him and to his career. So he said, be respectful, you sons of bitches. Good for him. Well, yeah, and you know what? I mean, like, that is something to, there is something to be said for that. I mean, like, in Japanese culture, it was a serious, well, I mean, they yeah, did do goofy things. The first one, though, was a serious take on the, it's you know, yeah, like we're talking about the, it's Ishiro really Honda, the, yeah, Ishiro Honda, the director, and who also, uh, was worked on the script of what was a prisoner of war several times and traveled back through Japan and all the areas that were decimated by the bombs. And it made him uh, a pacifist. And so he always liked to throw that sort of stuff into his films was his message of peace and that the military can't defeat Godzilla. It's science that will defeat Godzilla. Right. Unlike, unlike, unlike America, where we don't listen to science, we listen to military. (laughs) What is this thing called? Destroyer. Destroyer. (laughs) But it's an awesome name, and it looks fucking cool, too. Which, then that ties into the 1995 Godzilla film, where it's Godzilla versus Destroyer, who was created by the Oxygen Destroyer. So, and they also bring back the woman that played Emiko, the, uh, the fiance of Dr. Sarazawa, who's seeing Ogata uh, behind his back and stuff, and she reprised her role in that and in that oh, wow. quote unquote final Godzilla film. Yeah, right. It all one. ended there. <laughs> yeah, yep. they did. They did no. They didn't do any more movies after that. Um, yeah, that's the story of the League versus Godzilla. That's right. Yep, Godzilla no, but, dies at the end. The end. Well, it's funny though because it did. I mean, like we said, there are thirty. I don't know if we said this in recording or not, actually, but there are there were 32 movies, um, some Hollywood ones, obviously, that we we've talked about on the show before. Maybe we could do an episode on those. I don't know. I think the 2014 one deserves a, another. I enjoy you know, that. I haven't seen the other people, one. Like a lot of people at the time loved the 2014 one. Now they kind of shit on it because they're like, not enough Godzilla. He's only got 11 minutes there of screen time. Enough but of him. That first reveal of him. At the airport, yeah. and you finally see him. I turned to oh. Dirtson after they showed. I was like, uh, "Okay, I don't need to see any more. I just saw what I wanted in this one shot." I'm. Com- oh, we got it. That's all. It's so much better like that way. It's like Jaws or whatever. You know what I mean? Like you don't see the shark. You want to 
I love the, the. I mean, I get why it was frustrating for certain fans. You're like, come on, it's a big budget right. movie. We finally got, you know, we got Brian Cranston and like ten minutes. Yeah. Isn't it the guy from? Um... Oh yeah, it is Kickass. It's uh, yeah. Reed Richards, right? What's that guy's name? Quicksilver. What? Oh no, it's not Reed no, Richards. Not, I get those guys confused. Yeah, no, it's yeah. Yeah, Quicksilver, yeah. Kickass. I can't. Well, I don't know. And the Scarlet Witch. Aaron Taylor Johnson. Right. Yeah, Aaron Taylor Johnson. Thank you. And Elizabeth Olsen um, as his wife. Um, and then brother and sister in the next movie they do. How fucked is that? The yeah. skipper to shit, man. <laughs> and over there is John's dad. His dad. My <laughs> Japanese but, dad. And the rest. Yeah, I mean, like all those movies. I mean, like it spawned a lot, like a whole franchise. But here's here's a question. Maybe John knows the answer to this one. Godzilla is recognized by the uh, Guinness Book of World Records as the longest running, continuously running movie franchise. But how is King Kong not the longest? Because uh, because maybe maybe they in terms of like output. Yeah, King Kong's had like four movies. Yeah, and, and also they're more of a. It's more of an MCU, the GCU. There's more of a Godzilla Which universe. The, it really was like that was that was a cinematic right. universe before cinematic universes became in vogue. Like you'd have <laughs> like you'd have Rodan showing up from what like like he dies at the end of one movie in quotes. And then he comes out of the same, like, you know, he comes out of a mountainside, which you could say, like, well, that was like the volcano he fell into in the last one. You know, it was a very loose continuity, but there were things crossing over all the time. Yeah, I guess you could say that. I mean, it's, although technically King Kong came first, he's only, he hasn't, you can't really call it a franchise, I guess, because he's been so. There, there's no Nick Fury, so you, you can't say, like, <laughs> you know. There's no Raymond Burns. Yeah. Tie them together. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, Rodan, step out of the donut. Movies have been the longest, the longest span of time without a movie for Godzilla was between 2004 and 2014. But and then again in 75 to 84. So you've, you've had a couple breaks in there. They they keep making them, but in terms of King Kong, you 1933 to 62 with King Kong and Godzilla, and then right. to 67, I think with king kong escapes and then he did the 70s so there were these large gaps regularly with kong movies and maybe that's why and it's almost like it. king kong yeah, i like, guess it's not a franchise because they're literally constantly in. rebooting it and telling the same thing they're yeah not and, like, and kong like pops into the godzilla universe godzilla has a universe yeah you know he's got the whole thing locked down and he's like yeah you can come over even though you were before me but you can join my cinematic universe. <laughs> well yeah. i think if it if anyone has seen, well, you know, he King Kong versus money? Godzilla. He's not a real person. King Kong versus Godzilla is the, in terms of ticket sales, the highest. It sold the most tickets for any Godzilla oh. film. That's I did not know that. That's very interesting. And it's my, it is my favorite, and that one's got two weird, two very different versions too. If you watch the Japanese version and the American version, they're they're different but the same. You know. But yeah, so just to put. To rest the theory that we always had as kids, the ending is the same. The ending is the same. There are not. They, King Kong always walks off at the end. There's yeah. no like, mm-hmm. oh, Godzilla wins in Japan and, and yeah. King. That was always something that we on yeah. our street 
growing up as kids, we always thought, oh, man, I want to see that Japanese. I want to see that. Yeah, I want to see Godzilla. I want to see Godzilla. <laughs> yeah. My friend Marshall used to call me a Kong enthusiast when we worked together. Um, as much as I love Kong, I guess uh, Godzilla more, you know? Right. Who could love a big monkey? My wife loves a big monkey in terms of cheese. Oh, that's funny. Look at you. That was a movie that I hunted for on VHS through all of the 80s and probably, you know, at least a little bit of the 90s. Where I think I finally saw it at like Strawberries or something. <laughs> and I said, I bought Godzilla. I always like to make nice. a reference to co- the music store Coconuts. And no one remembers that and one. <laughs> there was one at the uh, the plaza as well. Yeah. The st- Strawberries was in, there was in Brockton. Yeah, and the coconuts. Or no, are... Coconuts was like in West Bridgewater, I think. Ah, oh, shit! I don't even know. I don't, Wherever, know. I don't even know where Bridgewater is. Like, like yeah. in North Dakota. North Dakota. Uh, but I mean, yeah, there was a strawberries down the street from our comics, or down the not the street, but down in the same in the same as our comic book store. And I would go to that strawberries a lot. And uh, yeah, I remember. I bought. I think, oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know where, but I'm pretty sure I found it at Strawberries, and I said, shit, man, I'm buying fucking King Kong versus Godzilla. Yeah, I don't care how overpriced it is. Right. I'm I buying it. <laughs> and I didn't have any money, but I was like, damn, man, I need this. I probably watched it once or twice in the history of watching things, but I wanted I, it. I watch it, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say, uh, like six or seven times a year. I, wow, I watched wow, it the wow, other wow. night. It's on Amazon <laughs> Prime right now, as of this That's recording. And it doesn't even bother me that it doesn't really line up with the with the Japanese version. I still love it regardless. Well, I love the different? the design of Godzilla in that movie. King Kong looks like shit in that movie. No, but like shit. Yeah, you're right. Well, what is the what are the differences in the the Japanese? The difference version? is that well, first of all, your grandfather's not in it. There's there's that guy <laughs> that looks like your grandfather. That's like he's like now. Let me tell you about Godzilla. Yeehaw! And then. Yeah. You sent that uh, wild video just, with all the different costumes of all the different. That was pretty cool. That uh, animated video you sent us. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They all look different. There's always a slight difference. It's like we talked about when we were doing our Star Trek things. The Enterprise is always like, sort of slightly different in each movie, and Godzilla is kind of the same way. Yeah, because well, well, they up until the 80s and 90s. They they would build generally speaking they would build a new suit for each movie unless there was like really no budget and they'd be like let's just reuse the tattered one from the last one, uh, <laughs> or sometimes they'd like cut off the head and replace the head and, you know combine that with an old suit but um, they didn't use the same molds or like or they didn't even make molds I don't know what it was because you'd see like some movies like the original Gojira the suit doesn't match the puppet that looks like Alf that they use for <laughs> half of its appearances, you know? He's got these little weird arms and stuff. Elf. And uh, it, they, I always thought, hey, it's me, Elf, and I'm on TV 38. TV 38, the, the other... LV, the, the other... The rival. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But uh, like the, his tail would get longer sometimes, and sometimes yeah, he had like big ball. eyes, and sometimes he had little yeah. eyes. But not, not until the 90s did they create like sort of like a, a, like a master mold, and then he looked... Essentially the same from Godzilla versus Biollante up until Destroya, and uh, and he looks similar in the Millennial Millennium series uh, that started in 2000. And they did note that um, Japanese people, especially, but a lot of hardcore fans didn't like the 2014 one. Who said he was fat. 
The yeah, there we go. They were calling him out on being fat. I'm like, have you ever watched the Godzilla movie? He's always had thunder thighs. <laughs> yeah, he's always been kind of fat. Thunder thighs. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking of the 90s, I guess we would be remiss if we did not mention the Matthew Broderick um, Please. version, uh, which I have a personal connect. I've always had sort of a personal connection to that movie because I worked for that studio. And I was so excited. I told all of, I told literally everyone I knew, everyone I came in contact oh with during that spring, I worked for that. Let's, we're going to go I see Godzilla. I worked for not just Sony, the production company oh, on the Sony yeah. lot, the very small company that said, like, that commissioned this script, yeah. that said, we're going to make this what movie. Was that? They were called Puke in My Mouth Productions or something. Yeah. <laughs> Should have known. Did man. you they get to called... see what what kind of insider yeah. shit did you have, man? I mean, the like... movie was done. I had no inside shit. Uh, but but, but one of your done. roommates worked on but the video that the wallflowers on the wallflowers heroes video. So he had a better time than I did. Uh, yeah. But because uh, honestly, I know the people are like you're the David Bowie version, but I still don't mind that song. I like that version. I don't. Yeah. I actually <laughs> prefer it. I hate to admit that. Yeah, it's terrible. I like the wallflowers. But, yeah, Good I band. like the wallflowers. And uh, but I literally told everyone I, how excited I was to see this Godzilla movie, and I worked for that company. And that was one of the reasons I I applied for that job. Oh yeah. Because I was like, oh, they fucking made Godzilla. Uh-huh. Maybe there'll be like shit around the office. There was nothing around the office. But, but I remember when I came out and visited you that the Godzilla advertising was everywhere yeah, on like on the sides of buildings going his tail's this long and you know his okay. foot's this big his dick <laughs> was hitting a thing you know <laughs> speaking of uh, we were talking about the Simpsons and Apu earlier there's some Simpsons actors in this there's all the Simpsons yeah what's your name uh, the one that plays Bart Simpson. Yeah. What is Nancy Cartwright. Thank you. Yeah, no. This was a big joke on me, I think, because I literally was so excited for this movie for all those reasons. And it's, I was too. Like, I, I remember when they played the, the, the preview on on New Year's Eve, like 97 into 98. And I was like, I had to, <laughs> I ran into the, the next room and uh, I was like, I got to see, I got to see the, the oh, oh. I was just like, you know, you'd try to record it and then freeze frame it. So you could, cause they weren't showing them. They weren't showing. Thank God. Them. Why didn't you just yeah. watch it on YouTube the next day? Yeah. Right. In 1998, man. Oh, yeah. My dial up was so slow back then. <laughs> yeah. Also, I think YouTube wasn't invented maybe at that That's point. Probably it. That's probably That's why. probably the reason. And I think also, I still I had pine mail. I don't think I had the internet yet. I don't think I did either, surprisingly enough. But yeah, I was living in LA, working on the lot where that movie was made. You figure you'd see him at like, you know, craft services or something. You hey, G. Mr. G. But boy. What do you movie's... call Godzilla when you see him at the craft services table? I don't know. But if I saw him after the movie, I would have kicked him in the balls for being like, that but, was. But one he of, does. terrible. Know if he has balls because he. He's uh, right. not a he or a she. He's the uh, asexual or something. It, well, they it's, lay it's, eggs. It lays eggs, right? So yeah, I don't know. yeah, but it lays eggs without having to get impregnated. Oh God, yeah. Um, <laughs> there's a couple. Of the, it's literally the dumbest movie. Like I cannot. It is. I am without. Uh, okay, let me take over then. If you are without, yeah, take the over. 
to drink more now because the movie's so bad. <laughs> Fruit of the Loom, Fruit of the Loom got in trouble because they leaked forged like the the studio leaked images to these certain companies to see if they could trace who was leaking images. And Fruit of the Loom leaked the images, and they got kicked off of doing the merch for for that. Movie. Fruit of the Loom. Yeah. What, was Godzilla gonna be wearing underwear or something? I don't know, like, but what? they leaked it to the press, and they, they got in trouble. And then, did you guys see the YouTube video I sent you earlier, which is Blue Oyster Cult singing yes. No Zilla? Yeah. It's a complete yeah. them in the studio recorded a version, or maybe they just recorded the vocals over their old tape of all new lyrics taking down the movie and talking about fucking Taco Bell and all this wild shit, man. It's called Nozilla. It's awesome. Blue Oyster Cult. They rule. Rock and roll. I'm actually gonna, sort of along those lines, the soundtrack to the God, the 98 Godzilla movie is, is not bad. It's pretty good. It's, it's so, got Puck Daddy on it. It's like uh, good 90s movie Foo soundtrack. Fighters. Judgment it's got Sting. Night. It's, uh, yeah. Maybe it doesn't have Foo Fighters. It has Green Day. I'm sorry. Um, I was thinking of the X-Files soundtrack, which came out that same year. But anyway, it's got a lot of good album. And my friend worked on the video for the Wallflowers song. So, uh, but yeah, no, the less said about that movie, the better. Except that I do like, that in the fandom, they referred to him as Godzilla in name only or Gino. Gino. It's kind of funny. But uh, I like that they, and they, is it, was it, which one was it? Was it Final Wars or wherever or... Where Godzilla just yeah, it's Final Wars. They, uh, Toho <laughs> renamed him Zilla, and uh, yeah, it, there's the scene in Final Wars where the yeah. real Godzilla faces off against him and takes him down in about 13 seconds. They're fighting hey, in now. Australia. It just yeah, just shoots him just with shoots his shoots him with the fire. <laughs> now, what was with like the raptors in that movie? Like, I mean, let's say the so let's say about the the movie. <laughs> The I, better, I, I but like, the why did they just steal that from is, from Jurassic Park? You know, it's like that's because they cool. were they were like Jurassic Park was popular. We yeah, should just yeah, they do made that. a lot of money. Also, Roland Emmerich was like, I don't even like Godzilla. That's why he changed the design. He was trying to make it as little Godzilla as he possibly could. Well, he did a good job, and that's why <laughs> all his movies are bad. He made this movie the Midway, uh, or it's just called Midway, and it's the real life. Battle of Midway, and it, it has Japanese naval ships, and and it's after Pearl Harbor, and it's a, a really badass war movie. I saw it over the weekend, and I was like, oh man, this is like so good, and it, it kind of relates to like the World War Two and the, the the bombings and and uh, and this original Godzilla movie. It all kind of like ties together. Well, there you go. In in a way, I guess he redeemed himself. All right, so I want to talk about Final Wars for a quick second. The 50th anniversary in 2004. 50 yeah. years. 50 oh, my years. God. That's pretty. Wow. Godzilla said, gonna... It was a Hollywood premiere that they did oh, for that yeah. movie. And they also gave Godzilla a uh, star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. And it was the same day as my birthday. Oh. oh. And did you guys know that, Um, I don't know if this happened then, but they uh, named... Godzilla as like a citizen of Japan, you know, kind of like I guess how Good corporations are people, but like they like formally like Godzilla is like represents Japan, like he's a symbolic citizen of Japan. They also have a uh, a Godzilla hotel in Japan. I saw that wow. today. <laughs> that That's was pretty cool, cool, man. I mean, if I ever go to Japan, yeah, 
If I ever go back to visit my dad. If you ever no, go to Japan, so... you probably can't afford to stay at Godzilla. No, hotel. you probably couldn't. Afford you probably get like yeah. uh like one of those hotels where it's just like literally a bed that's like a cocoon, like a Spock's coffin kind of like <laughs> torpedo thing. Final Wars. So they said we're gonna do this and we're gonna put him to bed for ten years. They actually and they did it. Like this is pretty amazing. Like it it never happens in Hollywood, but they actually declared. We're going to kill Godzilla because they kill them all the time, right? Yeah, but they don't. They don't kill him in Final Wars. Now, he what lives. is the deal with like? Oh, really? But they said they're not going to do anymore. Yeah. He he runs off with his son, right. uh, Minya or Manila, depending on which movie you watch. Manila. But does yeah. can like American? Was he a folder? Can, can American <laughs> studios make it make a movie even if like Japan says no or like is there like is it public there's domain a, or like how is it all current, that there's like a current thing that there has to be uh, X amount of time between an American production and a Japanese production, which is why the twenty fourteen movie was able to come out and then Japan was able to do a, a movie in twenty sixteen, but they haven't been able to do one since. I'm not sure. Oh, exactly. so that Shin Godzilla is that's the Japanese studio's production. Yeah, yeah. which yeah. I'm gonna. I, like Darius and I went and saw that in the theater, and I remember at oh. one point we were. I was just like, "Fuck, this is long," but I have. I since think I fell asleep. Revisited it, <laughs> and I wow. love it. I've watched. I watched it with my wife twice. She loves it. The thing is, you have to understand is it's a commentary on the. Um, the earthquake uh, disaster of, of 2011, hmm. and also that it's a it's a it's a it's a jab at Japanese politics about how they need to have a meeting to have a meeting and nothing gets done, and then every time a character dies, they'll show one of the other characters and its subtitle will be it'll be like now it's the master secretary of the agricultural sec and like I mean, these were things I wasn't picking up on when I first watched it, but upon. Like Prequel kind of shit, like Trade Federation. Is it yeah, because yeah, we it, it's, drinking before the movie. Like, yes. Yeah, so I don't think I caught anything in either because I think I was half drunk when we got to see it. But it's it's essentially saying, well, this other character died. Now this guy's taken on his responsibilities, plus the responsibilities he always had, plus the responsibilities of this other person that died. You know, so <laughs> so you're trying to read the subtitles of the movie and read the subtitle of the character, and like I didn't get the. The, the humor at the time what they were doing but since then analyzing the film a little closer uh, kind of like I, a tongue-in-cheek kind of yeah, like that, yeah they did that on purpose yeah oh obviously yeah no that's that's funny i like that i should probably watch it again yeah so then there's also like this anime god's yeah what's going Which, on with that have you watched that? I have never seen it. I watched. I think they're on Netflix, right? They are on Netflix. I watched the first one. It wasn't good. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. It was long and boring, and I was like, "This, it's like a people." I can't even. It's hard for me to remember because I watched it a couple of years ago. Uh, it was like people leaving Earth because Godzilla destroyed it, and then they go to mm. another planet, or they and then they come back like thousands of years later, and there's like a new Godzilla that's a gazillion times larger. And then they're like, let's go fight it. And then it's the end. It's like nothing happened. And oh, apparently okay. they get better as they go along. But I just didn't care enough to. to right. I think there were like three of them. But I mean, I, I guess the, the cool thing is that. Yeah, here we are more than yeah. 60 years later. Yeah. yeah. Or well, about 60. 
well, what is it? More than 60. What year am I in? 2014 <laughs> to 60. All right, yeah. so, six, yeah, 66, you know, whatever, years later, here they are still making Godzilla movies. Yeah. You know? Like, and I, I'd like to point out that Shin Godzilla did extremely – it's the first time a Godzilla movie had done that well in forever. And I, I might be mistaken, but I'm going to look it up just to see. But I believe it won Best Film at the equivalent of uh, the Japanese Academy Awards. Nice. Really? But I could be wrong. Huh. How about that? John and I went to see Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Um, no, we saw Godzilla, the 1954. No, we did do – yes, no, we did see – I mean like – Oh, mean, you mean the, the other new, King of the Monsters. Mm. I mean the one – with the poor guy ejects from his seat right uh, into Rodan's right mouth. Rodan's mouth. That's yeah. the only thing I, not the uh, only thing I remember that movie. I remember them destroying Fenway Park and, and all that. I got a stuff, few but like, I, I don't know why I haven't. Uh, it's so goofy, but so good. I mean, it's got the girl from Stranger Things and all that. And, and, and uh, I mean, whatever it's, it's, it's fun. It's not anything like the 2014 Godzilla. Really? It's not. No, what about it, Skull it, Island? The only connection to it really is it's a similar Godzilla design. Right, but it's it's basically like they said, oh, people didn't like it because we didn't show enough Godzilla, so let's just have the whole movie be yeah. destroying things. So, I mean, but hey, if you're a fan, it's worth your time. But there, but I guess the the good thing is like these, there's a lot of these things are streaming now, so that's very cool. Like we used to watch them every Saturday. Yeah, we'd have to wait. To be like, what's yeah. going to be on this week? You know what I mean? Like, we didn't know. But we didn't and have shit going just, on either. So. Yeah. Well, we didn't have shit going on. <laughs> but now, like, you, if you if you get your Xfinity one remote and type in Godzilla, there's all kinds of shit that you can watch. And it's amazing. Uh, all at your fingertips. And, yeah, like, 12-year-old Matt Gerson would have been in heaven right now. I would also like to <laughs> mention that the 2019 uh, King of the Monsters has the most amazing score. It's like the most epic Godzilla score ever. And it uses the Akira, uh, who worked on dozens of Godzilla films for the score, who, who created the Godzilla theme, also created the Godzilla roar and footsteps. Wow. Um, wow. That's... Yeah, he created he created Whoa. the war by take by like detuning like a large base, you know, and running like a leather glove over it. Wow. I don't yeah, even I understand I don't understand how that works. But... I don't play bass, but yeah, <laughs> man, that sounds pretty cool. Yeah. But that is like the I mean the roar is like the I I mean it's, that is yeah. an iconic. Thing. Everyone knows it and no yeah. one can imitate it. No, it's true, but many have tried. Yeah, I remember our friend Bob was doing it and he's like, Oh yeah, yeah, Godzilla, huh? <laughs> I do have a note about how they made the original sound for Godzilla's roar was with the, on a bass string and a leather glove. Hey, Isn't thanks. that what John just said? <laughs> did you just um, not hear me? Did you are you being funny? <laughs> I didn't hear you as actually. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Phew. I thought like Clay was trying to sass you or something funny but the score the score too i mean like john knows but i have like a i have like a hand motion that i do when we when we do the score and i kind of move my hand in a fun way like i'm playing the violin almost like to the score in a way and i don't play an instrument so i look like an idiot but it's still pretty funny i I remember when when we saw that and they played his theme song for the first time and i was just i mean it's 
And then it, Durson helped me get the popcorn lodged out of my throat. Right. Uh, and then he was just like, hey, there's the score. <laughs> there's the, that's pretty cool. <laughs> well, I guess. <laughs> is, is this Kong Skull Island movie not part of the new ones? I, I can't figure it, it out. It is. Okay. It's, it's part of the, the MonsterVerse, which I didn't really uh, like Kong Skull Island that much. I've been oh, no, thinking dead. about watching it again, but uh, I can't find it for free on anything. So, No, it's not good. Which by free, I mean something. I want I to see John C. Riley. Yeah, okay. He's good in it, but he sort of stands he's... out as like, well, this character is in like a totally like, different movie than everybody else. Yeah, like he makes no sense at all. Like, Have you vlogged about this Brie Larson appearance? Uh, yes. Yeah. Oh, this this movie that movie was also played on Daikaiju TV, uh, yeah. that website I was talking about, which I think it's well, actually Daikaiju.tv is the you know so. Yeah, if you go to mattdurson.com, you can find my Kong Dumb Island. I think it's right. <laughs> it's really not good. It's not. It's not a good movie. But you know, whatever. It's got a big monster in it. Kong looks cool. But that was. I, I remember at the end of that, I was like, "All right, can we just hurry up?" And what? Um, uh, normally, I would have been like, oh, "Oh, giant gorilla fighting whatever this fishy <laughs> lizard monster thing is." What? <laughs> you know? Uh, I would have been like over the moon, but for some reason I was just like, let's yeah. just get this done with so I can go home and do something else. I like I that your go to uh excitement is uh being over the moon. You've said yeah. that a number of times and uh I like yeah. that. It's very spacey. Yeah, well it'd be like um, like my father Akira Takarada in Godzilla versus Monster Zero or Invasion of Astro Monster, uh where you know, you go over the moon to get to Planet X. <laughs> Was that literally what they did? I don't remember. No, I mean, it was like oh. hidden behind Jupiter, but I suppose oh. you would have to go. Do you yeah. have asteroids? No, my, my dad does. Sometimes he can barely sit down. <laughs> I do want to say, like, out of all the Godzilla movies, um, Monsters All Out Attack uh, is got to be one of the best movie names ever of any movie. Yeah. Right? yeah. Giant Monsters All Out Attack. And uh, I'd like that? to uh, I'd like to address that film for a second. Which they they gave that movie that 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 name is sort of a a, a throwback to the '60s. Uh, wow. It's quite a good movie, uh, and it was directed by uh, the guy that did the three '90s Gamera movies. Which mm. those movies they start they get better as they go along. Like you could tell they have no budget in the first one, and it's kind of funny some of the effects. And then the second one, you're like. Oh, these aren't bad. And then the third one, you're like, these are like actual Hollywood effects, you know? <laughs> this is like a Fast and Furious. This is really thing, good. Yeah. yeah. I'm familiar right. with I mean, that's... Destroy All Monsters. Oh, that's, that's another yes. favorite. That was one yeah. I hunted Comic-Cons far and wide throughout my youth looking for a bootleg of that movie. Because I don't know. And I you stole it. from that guy. <laughs> Is that the one I stole? I don't think you. I don't think that was the one. But I stole. I did steal something from that guy. Uh, it had who deserved memorably booming score by Akira Ifukube. 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 The score man. Memorably. <laughs> memorably. The uh, the Memor- a, <laughs> the ADV DVD released that in two thousand and four. I think came with a CD of the score of that movie. Oh, wow. ADB DVD. Yeah, and they're not even around anymore. They went out of business after that. Like, I put that the DVD in, and it just starts playing. There's, like, no menu or anything to it. It just plays. Oh, I love those. You know, <laughs> they, they re-released it as a better DVD, I think, uh, a 
classic media by Sony, I think, we released it uh, a few years later with a commentary and and you know actual chapters and stuff. There's <laughs> you know, a um, put the movie in there it goes. There, there's a digital whatever equivalent of that when it's like you like buy it and then you press play and there's no nothing at the beginning. It just fucking yeah. dives right in. Let's go. You're like there's yeah. no menu for extras or anything. It's just like nope, you're gonna watch this fucking Kirk Douglas movie right now. <laughs> you bought it. There you go. <laughs> you bought it, dickhead. That's all you get. <laughs> And Destroy All Monsters is the name of a, a garage that's rock band. That's the subject of the email. Yeah. What's that? You bought it, dickhead. I was going to yeah. say, Destroy All Monsters was a pretty awesome um, garage rock band from Detroit, like um, like MC5 Stooges kind of thing. Nice. Yeah. If I was in a band, that would have that would have been my name. But I never learned to play an instrument. Like I said, Except if I could learn, I'd go... I learned that part the other day on the on the keyboard. Really? It's actually not that hard, but I wouldn't be able <laughs> to it. tell you. Then the, I looked it up online to see how to do it because I was thinking of doing a Godzilla mix, uh, like a drum Godzilla, like this, like a fucking Ooh. EDM, you know, dubstep fucking Godzilla thing. <laughs> Record it. We could always use new um, music at the beginning of the show. Yeah, that's right. That's true. But uh, yeah, I learned how to play. It's not. It's not hard. It's YouTube friendly if you play it. Yeah. Oh, they're not gonna. They're not gonna tear it down. Like no, no. Toho never, never takes anything down for copyright infringement. Ever. No. Ever, That's why ever, we ever, never ever. put up our audio comic. That we yeah, did. we did the Great Godzilla Roundup. Uh, I uh, thought I had a great performance there as a narrator. Are you yeah. guys being sarcastic? Do they? Uh... No, I. They always... Oh no, they're they're yeah they're they're like they're just all, uh, they're, we'll be lucky if this podcast stays up. Oh right, good. <laughs> But I'm not being sarcastic. You know, it's funny. I did a great job as the narrator. It's funny because I noticed that when I was watching some YouTube videos of these to cram for this, there was all, it was like hardly anything original Godzilla. It was all like clips from like the news and like people in costumes tackling each other in the backyard and stuff like that. It was like not a lot of original Godzilla stuff. That must be why. Toho's a little, uh, yeah, they're a little... Well, tough. Yeah. But apparently um, they're they're easing their restrictions a little bit, according to some Godzilla YouTubers. Oh, good. Yeah. The Godzilla YouTubers, that's like really something we need to tap into. Hopefully they're watching right <laughs> well, now, they're, which, which they're, they're not. They're, uh, yeah. No, they're like any sort of subset of fans. They are um, brutal. They can be. And not brutal. listening to us. <laughs> Yeah, oh, they're probably not. I listening. hope they're not because I've probably said a million wrong things. Oh, I'm sure. In fact, maybe we should do it just a Godzilla podcast and just do it wrong on purpose. The yeah, wrong I can, cat. I can do that. Sort of, I, yeah, do that. I know you were doing that that time where whatever you said, you you had a you had a beagle. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll just repeat whatever, whatever you guys just, just said. It. And, you had a, yeah. and yeah. I'll just like, repeat like, it like, and make it sound like it's a real thing because you just yeah, that's said right. It. You just say it again, and people suddenly go, "Oh, well, I guess that's it. how that's how the government gets you, man. They repeat the lies." Yeah, well, if you keep saying a Kira Takarada is my father. I mean, he said it, so it must be true. <laughs> I don't remember like he was an absentee father. I'm not gonna lie, he wasn't he around was busy until making all these movies. Well, maybe he could have stopped by once in a while <laughs> while he was in America to to visit in on his son and his granddaughter, which made me feel real old when he said that about the uh, translator. All right, speaking of dads and sons, right? Yeah. 
do you guys know about this uh, Paul Gasari I do movie. I do. So yes. King Jong Young, King Jong Il, who was King Jong the current North Korean leader's yes. dad, who is no longer around. I was gonna say no longer with us, but fuck that guy. <laughs> but anyways, he he uh, he he kidnapped the the director Shin Sang Ok, and uh, of of many Godzilla movies, and uh, made him make a monster movie uh, that was like propaganda film for North Korea. And I, and oh. after he was kidnapped, the guy. Yeah, that sounds crazy? like a plot of a movie. You know what I mean? Like that sounds like, like something uh, that Joe. Uh, I mean, uh, not Joe. Seth Rogen. Joe. Rogen. <laughs> I mean, it's Seth a Rogen. real monster movie too. I mean, there's like got a cool yeah. costume and stuff. Make a monster. I don't know if anyone. I don't know if you can even see it. Yeesh. I kind of hope not. That sounds horrible. I would be. They escaped to the U.S. Him and his wife escaped to the U.S. I should say that at the end. Oh, good. Uh, All right. So don't be sad about the director, but that does suck. 1985. He did get out. Okay. Uh, We should probably talk about Godzuki and the Godzilla animated series, right? Uh, Just as I don't know anything about it, so I'm going to hang back and I'll repeat. I'll repeat everything uh, you guys just said. Yeah. He tackles every monster because he's Godzilla, right? Was that? Did I make like that us. up? We tackled you Godzilla. made that up, but Clay should repeat it. I made that up. We yeah. tackled. It's not a real thing. Clay, I made Clay that put up. that out on social media now. Clay, put it out there. Matt it's already done. I mean, I'm live streaming this. Something. So, I thought that was the real oh, theme song. That's 30 show. stories high, breathing fire, his head in the sky, Godzilla, dan-da-da, Godzilla, dan-da-da, and God. That's the lyrics. That's it. His nephew, uh, which is different than Manila or Manaya. Yeah, or not. Yeah, right? I don't think he is. You think it's his son? I think he's and just, why are no, these, he's why just are a the sons and nephews gendered, him. but Godzilla is not gendered? What? Right, nephew. Uh, yeah. Like, How do we know, know. it's not a niece? Is all, all I'm saying. Oh, because they they, re- they refer to. Is he had a uh, big dick? No. Yes. They refer to Godzuki <laughs> as a he. So, um, this he, is right, so... here is according to Gojipedia. Godzuki Love is it. loosely based on Manila, with Varen <laughs> Varen the Unbelievable's uh, gliding ability. He resembles the version of Godzilla in the series with green skin and a row of dorsal plates running from the top of his head down his back. But that's it. I don't think they're related. And I'd also like to point out that Godzilla was never green in the films up until the Godzilla Millennium 2000 movie, where he finally was green. Interesting. Wow. He was always a charcoal gray. Silver. When did the oh, animated yeah. series, uh, when did that air in the 80s? That was I remember in watching the late it. 70s, late, uh, 78. Really? Yeah. Oh, shit. So we saw reruns, I guess. Right? Uh, well, I didn't. I watched it. I on. did. But. I have fond. Yeah, I watched that in watch first, that. first and second grade. But I mean, it ran in reruns for a couple of years, because then it would like they would team it up with like it's the Godzilla Power Hour, and they would team like Godzilla up with some other cartoon, like Fred Flintstone and Barney Rubble as police officers and Schmoop. <laughs> you know, it was like real <laughs> fucked up, or like Godzilla and the Thing. Do you remember the Thing cartoon from the seventies and eighties? They're like Thing Ring, do your thing. The thing no. for the Fantastic the Four. Thing from thing? The Fantastic Four, yeah. yeah. I he, had a, thing he had a ring on each hand, and he would pull them together, say "Thing Ring, do your thing," and then he would turn from meek Ben Grimm into 
the thing. Get ready, girls. This is a take. Ben Grimm. <laughs> Who is that? That was just me doing a voice. It was nobody. And it's a good Ben Grimm. I always think it's Ben Grimm. It kind of sounds like from like a book and record. You know, well, it was, like, a, it was a Jack Kirby drawing, so, you know. Uh, yeah. Get ready, Coils. This is a take. I should put that back on. I do like that yeah, one. Yeah, you should. Yeah, it's like... The misses always, whenever Europe comes up in conversation or on the news or on television and movies, she'll always say "Yoyup" from our right. Batman, our Batman <laughs> boner. Yeah, from when I was like, and then oh, these yo-yup. Yo-yup. Or what, like, or, yeah. and I was like, yeah, no, that was close enough. We'll leave that in. <laughs> yeah, when you're doing a voice, you suddenly just say something. You're like, all right, it doesn't matter. Speaking of voiceover, did you know that yeah. George Sakai did a lot of voiceover? Yes. Yes, he oh, he's, uh, he does uh, a number of voices in Rodan, and I believe he also does voices in, in, uh, in Godzilla Raids again, because he talked about uh, they tried to match up a voice, and the best they could come up with when he gets mad is he says, banana oil. Uh-huh. All right, I mean, I think... We'd um, be remiss if we kept going on, so... Yes, we would be remiss if we kept going on. Whatever little... Uh, I'd be over the moon if I could talk for another seven hours about oh, this. Oh, very good. Yeah. But Clay would just repeat everything you said, so it's fine. Yeah, we so would be all... Do you guys know how they made the original uh, Godzilla scream sound? Oh, could you tell us, please? Bass string and a leather glove. Whoa. Just like weird. OJ. Just like oh, OJ. Oh, oh. Too, hey, soon? too soon? Yeah. I do want to say... The Bronco's uh, coming back. Oh, yeah. That's a beautiful-looking car. The 1954 Godzilla has a 93% on Rotten Tomatoes, apparently. So, yeah, uh, we went and saw, saw a, uh, a 50th screening of that. Yeah, and uh, at Harvard Square, Nebraska, wherever I live, North Dakota. <laughs> I wouldn't live in Nebraska. No, but it's a, it's, it's a good movie. Like, I mean, go yeah. check it out. I mean, like, you, gotta, you, gotta, yeah, you have to be able to look past some of the dated effects work. But it's kind of cool, though. I love watching those old movies like that. I, maybe we we have an appreciation for that stuff, but yeah, I, I love. I, I think. That's why I haven't. I don't return to modern day movies as much as I return to older movies because I like the, the homegrown, homemade yeah. special effects stuff rather than the real slick stuff. I know it looks better and it's cooler, but there's something a, something about it. Yeah, like it's a fun, a physical, a physical person there. You know, there's something that, and and you can see what they're going for, but they don't quite achieve because of the limitations. That's the stuff I like. Yeah, and if you're into that stuff, then this is this is a movie worth checking out. Like yeah. if you, you know, 1954 Godzilla, like it, it is definitely worth. And not knowing what came after and all, the, I mean, here we are still doing it, still talking about, it, and they're still making movies. So like, I mean, it's definitely worth it. It's here, worth your time. Here's a so. Uh, John, you're gonna have to help me with the pronunciation of some of these names here. Yeah, the Edgy Subaraya, E.G. Subaraya, the and the special effects guy. Subaraya. Yeah, uh, they were on it. They apparently they were talking about the movie on the equivalent of like the, you know, the Empire State Building like observation deck. They were looking down at Tokyo and like they were talking about the movie and how the uh, 
you know, Godzilla was going to come in and, and destroy everything. And they're like oh, looking yeah. around. There's scouting locations. And stuff yeah. Like yeah. They were like up there and they, people reported them. All the, all the landmarks and stuff um, are, are, those are actual buildings that Godzilla is knocking. It's not just a random, like, you know, let's just put this, uh, you know, I bought this down at the, the hobby store. Let's make this a building. No, they, they actually, went and researched it, took pictures of things and, uh, you know, built things to a certain scale. And they're like, and the theater of the movie premiered in Godzilla crushes in the movie. Yeah. So it's, it's great because the way that, that, um, the Japanese movies of this time, like there's very, like, there's a lot of classics in the criterion collection and stuff. Like they're really thoughtful about like everything they do. So like making a movie, isn't how Hollywood would, would have made a movie. I would highly recommend seeking out the documentary Bringing Godzilla Down to Size, which I believe is on YouTube now. Um, if not, it was included with the Rodan and uh, War of the Gargantuans DVDs that was released about 15 years ago, so I don't know how available it is. But it's got mm. a lot of the old-school guys talking about, like who, are, who have since passed talking about the old ways you know and then the, the 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 end of the documentary they recreate an explosion from the movie um uh, atragon i believe and uh, wow. and what they do is like they, they take a they take a uh, like a fish tank and then they put a like a little fan on top to get the you know the waves and then they film it upside down and then just paint into the the tank so they look like clouds so they're like okay first put this color in that and then, and then they did flip the they flip the image and it looks like an explosion so cool I mean, that's the kind of stuff that they right. did and then. it is on youtube i found it really easy uh-huh. I, put, I typed in bringing g and then like that came up on google <laughs> bringing godzilla down to size you mean yeah that's the one right that's, that's what yeah you're I'm sorry, it has a 93 tomato meter and an 89% audience score, though. I mean, this is the 1954 Godzilla based yeah. on almost 10,000 ratings, 89%. I mean, like, there are fucking Oscar winners that don't have that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. It's a good movie. And, um, yeah. If you like that kind of stuff, yeah, go check it out. Yeah, do it. Hey, do it. Come on, do it. Come on. Um, so who won that. in League versus uh, Godzilla? Who who wins? I think it's like Andy King Kong versus Godzilla, the Japanese version. Um, you hear both monsters roar at the end, despite the fact that Kong kind of is seen swimming away. We're the League swimming away, but you still hear Godzilla roaring. Yeah, and Godzilla, roar I mean, King Kong didn't come back for another like how like twenty years or something. Oh, yeah. have you seen the image of King Kong from the new the King Kong and Godzilla fighting on the battleship? No, but oh, <laughs> just slice this popcorn that got stuck again. Why can't it? Why can't this coronavirus just be gone so I can go see that? Yeah, that's the two of them fighting on an aircraft carrier. Just gonna do image search here and uh, just, just, oh, just that punch him in the face. All they are old ones. How do I find like a new one? How do I find a new version? It's Godzilla versus Kong. Don't go King Kong versus Godzilla. Oh, oh, Godzilla versus Kong. Look yes. at that. Yes. Yes. Oh, All right. Well, while I'm looking this up, we don't have to we don't have to wait for me to find this, but 
It's funny that he just Kong now, though. I'll say that. I mean, that's pretty cool. Remember that's King. What is it? I like the spoiler alerts here. I don't see any battleships. Well, I don't know what to tell you. There's, it was I'll all over. It. Um, it was all you over. Check the it out. Oh wait, wait, wait! There it is. Oh, I see oh, it. Yeah, that's a punch you in the face. In the face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right in the face. I mean, it's. I. I'm. I was. Of all the stupid things about the stupid coronavirus, there's a lot of horrible things. He's but a I mean, killer. I'm really disappointed that there's a lot of movies I'm not getting to see right now. <laughs> I funny. know. Oh, that's pretty. Dope. Had to sit through oh. Comic Con at home, you know. Yeah. All right, everyone. Well, thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed our take on Godzilla. Our versus say, our battle. Our versus, our, as we took on Godzilla. Yeah. Literally. I, I I literally no, I didn't really literally. I barely scratched the surface of everything that I wanted to say. So yeah, well, there's always more Godzilla uh, movie opportunities. Yes. Yeah. All right. So this was Godzilla part one. I don't yeah. know. But ne- yeah, <laughs> tune in next week when we talk about we could be the, doing uh, this for another the original 50 Star years. Trek movies again. Yeah. We could do All this right. for another fifty years. Yeah, we got 50 years of Godzilla. Who knows what the, yeah. what the fuck I'm probably do. not going to be alive in 50 years, but... Come on, now. Oh, my God. I mean, I kind of hope I'm not. Right? I mean, I'll be well, 90. I mean, the way things are going... The sun days. is going to kill me. The sun. <laughs> we'll all be dead. I'll be dead of dehydration riding my bike home. Oh, so Jesus. hot. All right, well, yeah. Anyway, let's end it, then. Let's end check it. us out. If you're on all your podcast apps, leave us a review if you're on Apple, but I don't know if anybody listens to that stuff anymore, but uh, check us out at leaguepodcast.com. We're finally doing something interesting. No one's listening to us. <laughs> I know. Well, hey, we're, you know, we're getting People up there. People are tuning in. Don't worry. Content. We're putting content. out content. People are tuning in. Thank right. you, listeners. Uh, but uh, check us out. It's all out there. You know how to find things now. Yeah. <laughs> you Whatever. Need us to tell you. There you go. Have a good one. Thanks for listening, everybody. And Sayonara. He tackles every monster because he's Godzilla.